right? So whatever's happening, and that's why I, that's why I watch the news these days, right? For a long time, I didn't watch the news, but now I want to know what triggers me because mm. then I can heal at a deeper level. So I will notice how I'm feeling about anything that's happening outside of me because my part in that is how I feel and I have control over how I feel. I can feel those feelings and I can let that energy pass through because then I can be at peace with whatever happens around me. This is Unconditioning, discovering the voice within with Whitney Ann Jenkins. Hello and welcome to the 30th episode of Unconditioning, Discovering the Voice Within, where I bring on guests and we talk about the inner authentic voice and the challenges and the rewards that come from following it. This week I have with me Anne Hintz. Anne is an author of the book A Pathway to Insight, Recapture Your Childhood Buzz. When Anne was 19, she woke up one morning to find her mother dead in her bathroom. And so 20 years later, the tears from that trauma were still just under the surface, and Anne found a simple technique that helped her release these emotions. But she went further, and now she can put her awareness inside her body, and has actually changed the bone structure of her skull. Anne has found that seeking out our truth, what we truly feel, and accepting those feelings is the key to inner peace. I had a really lovely conversation with Anne. She shared her experience with EFT and tapping and how that really transformed her life, both physically and internally. And she is now sharing this experience with others as a speaker, as an author, and sharing her wisdom. And I think you're going to find this conversation pretty fascinating because as we dive into the spiritual realm sometimes, it's difficult to quantify or have some kind of tangible evidence that proves that this stuff actually works. And in Anne's case, she actually does. So enjoy. I'm in Northern California and it's beautiful, blue, sunny sky. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time there myself. I love it there. <laughs> fantastic yeah <laughs> so so my podcast is about um following your inner authentic voice and it seems like you have a fascinating story and you're doing a lot of really incredible things with guiding people into an inner peace and so i'm really looking forward to getting to know you a little more is great there, I, thank yeah. you I've, i mean i've listened to a few of your podcasts so i i, I know this a kind of the questions you ask <laughs> okay <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, yeah, as I said, I think it's really an inner feeling okay. more than an inner voice. Sure. But, and it's become, right, to begin with, it it was like, it was other people's voices that I were hearing. Right. Right. It was the programming from childhood that then has released so that actually more I'm really actually feeling, I think I'm tuning into spirit more right. than I was years ago yeah absolutely yeah I feel like I kind of connect like an inner voice and inner knowing and an intuition I feel like those terms kind of flow together in some ways it just depends on your personal experience as sometimes like I have a knowing that I can't explain visually or like auditorily but it's just a feeling that I have inside that I just know and so I feel like everyone experiences their connection with spirit in a slightly different way. 
Yeah. So to get to your story, one of the first things I ask, as you know, if you listened to my podcast, is when is the first time that you really remember connecting with this inner knowing? And it wasn't really necessarily influenced by anyone else, but you got to the point where it was purely you. Do you have a moment? (laughs) (laughs) Not really, to be honest, it's Mm -hmm. been a flow. I mean, but there have been a couple of instances, like I've actually felt the pulse of the universe at one point. That was crazy to experience that. Wow. And I have actually heard a voice talk to me. I, I wish I'd written down the words at the time. Mm-hmm. But I was told I am going to be a speaker. Okay. But it was those, it was a something speaker. <laughs> I don't remember what the <laughs> word was. <laughs> Which has actually helped because that's what I'm doing now. I kind right. of, when I consider maybe something else, maybe it's like, no, no, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Was So to describe that voice that you were hearing, was it some someone else's voice or did you hear it like in your own voice that you usually hear within your head like as if you're thinking do you remember what it sounded like it it was not my own voice yes it sounded like a deep male voice not a voice I knew mm-hmm. yeah it was different so it really stood that's out why to I paid you. attention <laughs> right and yes yes okay. it was not it did not feel like it was me. So how did that affect you going forward on your journey to becoming a speaker? Was that a conscious decision after that moment? It wasn't really. I just started, I'm just following the flow and just doing, I feel like I'm following a path and I feel like I've been following it for a long time. And each experience is just the next part of the path. But it's kind of interesting to to combine those two together. It's like, well, I had that voice. I was told that at one point, and that seems to be where my path is going. So it it's just kind of, it feels good that those two fit together. Yeah, it must feel uh, affirming that you're doing something that's in alignment with yourself. Yes, yes. Alignment is a big part of the journey. That That's yeah. part of... You know, I actually feel my physical self because my skull, right? The, the changes in my skull are making it more in alignment, right? It's becoming more symmetrical. That's so yeah. that word just fits in with it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to talk more about the physical changes that you've experienced along your journey in the alignment? Or where would you like to begin? Because I know you have a very intricate and details that you would probably like to share within your story. <laughs> but I also don't want to be just like, all right, tell me everything about you, because I don't find that superbly interesting. But <laughs> wherever you would like to begin, uh, you're welcome. Yeah, to no, I, I yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the first few years of my life are not, they're, they're actually quite interesting, but they don't really fit with the story. I would love, I've never actually done that, started with the changes. I feel like the changes are the most important thing mm-hmm. because right. I would have loved to have known that's possible to do that like 10, 20 years ago. So, you know, I think starting out with that's actually really cool because then we can talk about how it happens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you've experienced like actual physical changes within your skull from the inner work that you've done. Right. I can feel the release of the tension in the connective tissue. And I I can sometimes feel the bones relaxing. 
So then, yeah, then there's been a shift and I've grown half an inch. I had my son measure me last week and I've grown half an inch. You know, I don't know how long it's been since I was last measured. You know, we don't we don't measure ourselves much when we become adults. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's probably been like, you know, 10 years since I was measured. <laughs> but since then, I have grown half an inch, which is pretty cool. Okay. Is there like something that prompts that physical physical sensation? Can you feel it happening in the moment? I can. Yes. The, the release of tension. Yeah, I'm actually, yeah, I mean, it's. It's using the inner eye. You know, I don't usually use that term. It's just kind of freaks people out a little bit because oh. oh, well. we don't really know what that is. But but you're I'm welcome. actually sensing. Yeah, you're welcome to use that term with here. <laughs> I'm sensing I'm sensing inside my body, right? So I'm putting my awareness on the tension in the connective tissue. And most of my tension has been right here in my left cheek. And that's pulled my whole body out of alignment. Right? I don't know how it started. I was born with my right foot up against my right shin. And I suspect that was like a, it's, it started, started either there or it started here, but that tension from one end of me to the other has talked my body, right? It's been totally twisted with the scoliosis. And so that is releasing, but um, I, most of the time I'm putting Mm -hmm. my awareness on the tension right in here. It releases a little bit and I can feel other parts of me release because right the connective tissue is throughout the whole body it's all connected that's why it's called connective tissue (laughs) right so I'll I'll release one place here and maybe my neck will crack Mm. and maybe I'll feel some release somewhere else in my body but um you know it's all connected so that in itself right that's creating the alignment it's right it's releasing the tension that's being held out of alignment and right and and would you say that that is like energy that is sort of balancing out the things within you or how would you describe that those changes well I do believe it's physical tension like crunching down the connective tissue so as that releases it's just a like you release one like like cutting open cutting a um a strand on a rope right once you've got the rope bent over then it's tight and you cut one strand and then the tension is taken up by the other places, the other strands. Yeah. Then you cut another one and it goes somewhere else. So it's just a continuous release of tension, one layer after another. Wow. And at some point, it would be really nice if there's none left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but it's just a process. It's just a, a deeper and deeper level of awareness. It's not like, you know, you kind of think, okay, I get rid of this stress, this tension, then it's all going to be gone. You you actually just become aware at a deeper level, right? Mm -hmm. So once I was able to put my awareness in my face itself, I became aware of so much pain, so much Mm -hmm. incredible, the forces in there holding the body out of alignment are just unbelievable. And so that was just the next level that I had to become aware of and let go. Yeah, that seems to happen with expansion. There's always something more to be explored. Yes. <laughs> so we're never really quite finished with the discovery. Yeah. Well, I think there is a finishing point. You know, I'm, that's probably enlightenment. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> At some point. But yes, it's, there's a ways to get there. Wow. When did you start noticing this, these physical changes? At what point in your life? Was there a, an event that prompted it or just the inner work that you were doing? It was a progression of the inner work. I'd, I'd re- let go of enough of the emotions, enough of the memories. 
I just let go of enough that it got to that deeper level where the physical started to release. Okay. Yeah. And what allowed you to get to that point of surrender? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the, when I started the inner work, it was when I was in my late 30s. I was a stay-at-home mom with two boys. And I went to a doctor's appointment and he recognized how stressed I was and that I was way more stressed than I should be in that situation. Even though that can be a stressful situation, he recognized that I was really more stressed than I should be. And so he started using this technique. He started using EFT, emotional freedom technique. Okay. And he tapped for about 15 minutes and we walked away from that appointment being able to tell I, I could tell a story to myself of my mother's death which had been two decades earlier without the tears arising they they weren't there anymore and it just it was just a huge shift for me that was the first time I really recognized that emotions and memories are stored in the body right yeah and that was the start of my journey yeah we hold on to those traumas and don't even realize it and carry them around. Right. And then they don't exist anywhere else. The only place they exist is inside of us. And that was the first time I realized that the relief that you can get from letting go of one, just one memory. Yeah. yeah it starts an unraveling because as you said, <laughs> everything is connected. <laughs> yeah. It really does start. I mean, unraveling like later on in my journey when it started releasing at the physical level, my jaw would like just start going back and forth as I was releasing so much stored up tension in there. It would just do it on its own. It would just, like a metronome, it would just go back and forth and release this incredible stored tension. So yeah, it's definitely an unraveling process. Yeah, so it seems like this must have inspired you because it seems that you now lead people and speak about these techniques. And so what was that journey like? to come to the point where you felt confident enough to want to share this with other people. Yeah, that's a really interesting point because I, I have my video on YouTube, on YouTube if anyone wants to look at them, but I have the video with my side-by-side x-rays from mm -hmm. the side. The one I usually show people are from the front, which shows these huge changes, but from the side, the new x-ray from this last year compared to one 2013, that new x-ray looks like a much more confident person. Right. My whole stance has actually changed. The way I hold myself has changed to be a more confident person. So it's it's a whole progression, right? So I, I am more confident now than I used to be because I've let go of this tension. Right. And in along the way, you know, where I am now, the things I know now and the things I've done now, I've not heard other people talk about or other people be able to do. And I would have loved to have known this information 10, 20 years ago. Right. So that's why I'm sharing it. Yeah. And it's also fantastic because you have like a physical representation of evidence that it actually has worked, which within the spiritual realm is sometimes difficult to quantify or prove. It is. Yes, it's been it was really good to get those x-rays back. And I just did it. I've, I've been doing orthodontic work for a long, long time. So they were just orthodontic x-rays. Mm -hmm. And but to actually look at them side by side and just see how the tension in the skull, like the center of the skulls just relaxed and just let go. But you can see how before it was kind of all tense and scrunched up. 
not very technical words, but <laughs> it's interesting to see that that can be done. Yeah. Would you like to talk a little more about what EFT is for the listeners who might not be so familiar with that technique and a little more about what it can do for you? Sure. So yeah, it's called emotional freedom technique and it's also called tapping. You'll, you might hear the word tapping more often than EFT, but it's just almost like acupressure. We're actually tapping on certain places, the same places, a set of nine or 10 places on the body as we're talking through what it is we're feeling right in the moment. So we might be feeling anxious right now, in which case we tap. We talk about, you know, I, I feel anxious right now. And we tap as we're saying that. We just tap on the same places. Then we take a deep breath and we ask ourselves how anxious we feel. Again, has it shifted? Has some other memory come up? Has some other emotion come up? And then we will tap on that. And as it releases the stored tension in the body from that feeling, then it's kind of opening up the subconscious mind mm -hmm. and it's letting the layers be exposed so like with my mother you know I found her dead in the bathroom when I was 19 so there was that story right so I bring that story back to my mind and I would tap just on that experience of you know I found my mother dead in the bathroom when I was 19 and then I would talk through the story and feel what emotions come up as I talk through it you know so there would be sadness there would be guilt there'd be all these different emotions come up and then I would tell the story again and do it again and tell the story again. And I do it over and over again until all the, the smaller parts of it that have been suppressed come to the surface, right? I can tell the story in a lot more detail once I've let go of the energy stored around it. And then eventually it just becomes a story, like yeah. I'm reading from a storybook. There's no emotion left in my voice because it's actually released from my body. So that's one way of using it, but you can use it on everyday events right if you're feeling emotional during the day you can just tap and it will it will relax the nervous system but you can also do it on just words right if you mm -hmm. tapped on the word dad or mum or a specific name of someone who's um who you feel some emotion around it will just release that tension and so that's what i did i actually started working on myself every day um like i've noticed when i was coming emotional during the day and i let that go but I wanted more than that so I actually wrote down every emotional memory I could think of wow. on a sheet of paper and I tapped through them one each day probably for an hour to an hour and a half each night and I found my mind becoming quiet which is really what I wanted I wanted to find inner peace and I realized at that point that the words or the, the words that I had been using in my mind to criticize myself and judge other people they had been my dad's words that I had programmed into myself in childhood. But I couldn't see that until they had gone. And then I could look back and say, oh, yeah, they were his words. And they're not there anymore. And at that point, I actually I remember opening my kitchen door and thinking, you know, it feels like I'm living in a different reality because the mind, my mind was just so quiet. So it was really oh, good. Yeah, it sounds like a very like effective way of facing fears and transmuting that energy and doing shadow work in a very tangible way, as um, people like to describe it. And yeah, yeah. I know now that it really is shadow work, right? Because, 
you know, I've gone deep enough that I can sense inside the body and I know it's tension. So along the same lines as my dad's words right now, when I sense that the tension has been released, I can actually see that it was dark and underneath is light. But I couldn't see that until the tension has gone. And then I could say, oh, yeah, that was dark. And now it's light. So, you know, we talk about the light inside or, um, you know, we've got to let go of the darkness to see the light. Well, it really is true. The light is underneath I believe we are all light underneath and it's just the darkness that we need to find and let go. And that's the key about EFT. It works on the negative. I know a lot of people these days think we need to be positive, but but we don't. We need to actually accept the negative And when we do, it will pass through. Yeah, to, to let go of that. And also, it seems that language and the energy that that holds is super important and we don't even realize the effect that that has on us. Absolutely. We have no idea, right? Every word that we use has memories inside of us, but we're not aware of them, right? This, this process actually opens up the awareness. So we do start to becoming, become aware of the words. But you think about, um, you know, a word like hospital, right? For different people, that's going to have different memories come up in them. But most of the time when we're using the word in everyday language, we don't realize that it's actually triggering those memories inside of us. We don't realize that until we've opened up our awareness enough so that we are aware that those memories are coming up inside of us. But we can let the emotions go, right? We could tap on the word memory, or the tap on the word hospital and actually let all those memories go, the emotional charge around the memories go, in, in which case then the word itself becomes free. We should probably just go through the whole dictionary. <laughs> in my book, I do have several <laughs> lists of words that are going to charge people, right? They're going to have a trigger for people so that, so that we can bring that up and let it go. <laughs> um, so, so what are some of the themes that you do talk about in your book? I, I talk about well, first of all, I really talk about the law of attraction because that was a big part of my journey, recognizing that the law of attraction is working every second of every day and that the whole of us is a signal and we are emitting a signal every second of every day and we're attracting back to us based on our signal. Mm -hmm. So to me, the biggest aspect of our signal is that tension stored inside of us. I know now how much power or force that that tension is inside of us. And so that really is a big part of our signal. So I recognize that if I could change that base signal, that part of me, I'm actually going to change what I get in my future. So I talk about that in the first part of the book and, and all the different aspects of our signal and how it gets stored in childhood and how it releases. And then I go into the, the different steps that I took. So the first one is EFT. That was the biggest part, released the most, I can't say the most, it, it released the surface layers of the emotions. And then after I did that, I realized I became aware of the physical sensations underneath the emotions, right? Every emotion that we use, like every word, like fear or anger or sadness, those are just words, but underneath those is a set of physical sensations, right? For fear, we might hold our solar plexus, our stomach tight. We might clench our jaw, whatever it is, there's a set of physical sensations. And once I became aware of those, I didn't need to use EFT as much. And I actually just focused on those physical sensations. 
And if I could hold my awareness on those for long enough, they would shift Mm. just the same way tapping did. And then I would bring those physical sensations back to mind, do it again, and it would shift again. So I would do that over and over again and release tension at a deeper level. So that was the second step that I went through. And then the third step, I realized that at some point I could actually keep my awareness inside my body, which I believe is the opening of the inner eye, the third Mm. eye. And then I started using that and then I could hold my awareness or my attention on physical tension in the connective tissue, do the same thing, hold my awareness there for long enough and it would shift. And that's what I kept doing. And at some point I could put my awareness in my face and my head. And at that point I'd let go of enough tension that that's when I could hear and feel the connective tissue release. Yeah, it it seems like releasing all of those traumas allowed you to be more in tune and be able to tap into your inner physical sensations in a more like um, ready way of being able to feel them, like the minor like changes that would happen. Yeah, yeah. The awareness just expands. You just get, it gets easier and easier to feel what's happening inside, right? To begin with, you know, years ago, when someone would say something, all I would hear would be the words. I mean, I I could hear the tone of the voice, but I couldn't get a lot more out of it. But right, but these days, right, I'm aware at a much deeper level, I actually feel the sound vibrations throughout my body. I pick up whether they're breathing well, right? How much into their body they're breathing. I pick up, um, you know, from that, you can actually tell whether someone is holding something back, right? Because we don't breathe as deeply when we're holding something back. And that's because I have that awareness inside of me, right? The depth of awareness you have inside yourself is reflected on the outside. You can, as within, so without is absolutely a thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah, and it seems like the way that our society is that we're so in our heads all the time, it doesn't allow us to access those physical sensations as easily either. It really blocks our our wisdom within ourselves. Right. And but we're we're in our heads so much because we are blocking it. You know, it's a chicken and egg situation, right? (laughs) But I think we get trained in childhood. You know, we get. I did. I got. We, we had no idea what to do with emotions. We never talked about them. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, so we didn't know what to do with them. So we just held them in. And that actually puts us more in our our, our mind, really, our mind, um, because we don't know how to feel. So this is reversing that process. Yeah. Are you, are you able to share this with your son and help him to really tap into how to handle his emotions? <laughs> um not really they're not really into this so much they've done um I have two boys they've done EFT before in the past um I've done it with them but um you know that the young men right now <laughs> <laughs> they I suspect will get back to it at some point um you know I think my son was pretty impressed when he saw that I had grown half an inch <laughs> yeah so we'll see what happens but I know at this point, my job is just to work on how I feel. So okay. if I feel some resistance from them, that's my feeling. 
right? So whatever's happening, and that's why I, that's why I watch the news these days, right? For a long time, I didn't watch the news, but now I want to know what triggers me because mm. then I can heal at a deeper level. So I will notice how I'm feeling about anything that's happening outside of me because my part in that is how I feel and I have control over how I feel. I can feel those feelings and I can let that energy pass through because then I can be at peace with whatever happens around me. Wow, that's really profound. I, I haven't watched the news in a very long time because I just didn't want to deal with it. So now I might look at that a little differently. <laughs> yeah, and I couldn't do it until I had let go of enough, right. you know, that I felt that I was ready. That's excellent. Yeah. Do you have a specific example of how having this philosophy of the law of attraction has attracted something to you? in a, a specific example way oh it, it's really interesting and and the more awareness you have the more you see it I mean it's just we just replay things over and over again with different people in different situations but what we're replaying is the feeling complex of what we were experiencing so it's it's those feelings so I ha actually have a great um, example just from this last year and for those people who are Formula One racing fans, um, you can probably uh, understand what I'm saying. But um, there was this Formula One driver. He's, he was um, world champion for seven years in a row. And this was his chance to be the eighth, the eighth time world champion. And it was the last race, the last few rap, laps. He'd been winning the whole race. But the, um, the director of the race made a decision at the last minute that was a decision that hadn't been made before. And he, the decision allowed the person who was second to win and become world champion, right? So that created in me a, a sequence of emotions, feelings of it's like, that's just not right. That, that was so wrong. It shouldn't have happened that way, right? So that's my feeling. So then I can ask myself, well, when did I have that feeling before? Like, what does that feeling complex inside of my body remind me of? And when I was three, four or five, somewhere in that region, there had been a, um, a drawing, a coloring contest. And my brother and I had both colored in our own books. It was drawing butterflies. And I've always been a good artist. So even though I was two years younger than him, mine was really good. And on the way there, my brother ripped up my coloring book oh. and my mother let him enter the contest anyway and he won wow. and he won a gift for winning and that was so wrong it was just not something that should have happened same feeling very much the same feeling and the one from childhood had been stored inside of me and was part of my signal right so I attracted it back in this very, very different experience, right? But the same feeling complex. So that's the awareness that expands as you do this work. Wow, this awareness is something that I feel like we are lacking within our society. And so how are some ways that you feel like we can introduce this technique into the world in a way that it will be accepted in order to transform? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's tricky. I mean, the technique EFT itself is pretty weird, right? We're tapping on our bodies. 
as the first key is actually noticing how we're feeling during the day and noticing the emotions because that is where our power is, right? So, so often we get caught up in what's happening, right? We're really angry at something that's happening on the news or someone's forcing us to do something that we don't want to do, right? Those are living inside of us. So, you know, that's, that's the first thing, right? Just noticing that, oh yeah, that's me. That's me getting angry. That's me getting frustrated. And I have control of that. Now, if we can go that one step further and focusing on that feeling and letting it go using something like EFT and there are other techniques that work in a similar way. If we can let those emotions go, then we could come together in peace, right? If we let, if I'm really angry about one side of an issue, that's not my side, right? If I let that emotion go and I am at peace with those other people, and I'm at peace with my side, then then there's no need for us to attract it back again. Right, yeah, to find that inner peace yeah. and the, the unity with all things, which I would like to bring up. You mentioned that you felt the pulse of the earth, and I would love to know that story. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot to it. I was lying in bed one morning, and I, I just felt the pulse of the universe. It was like a um, it was like a heartbeat, but magnified a thousand times. And I just, I just felt it for, a, a, I know, 30 seconds, maybe. It's like, what is this? Right. <laughs> I didn't know quite what it was. And I, I realized, it's like, yeah, I realized this must be the pulse of the universe that I, I'm hearing and I'm experiencing right now. I don't know why it was at that point. I, I don't know why it happens when it happens, but um, it was quite an experience at the time. It sounds sounds like that would be. Would you <laughs> equate that with like maybe the ohms, the ohm sound vibration? It the was a different... pulse. It was definitely a pulse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't, <laughs> I can't really explain it. You know, I don't. It felt like the pulse of the universe. That's really all. Like those are the words <laughs> that came to me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, there you have it then. <laughs> yeah (laughs) it must have been quite an experience well to know that something like that exists yeah I mean it's interesting with my experience now being able to put my awareness inside my body because now I know I'm looking from somewhere inside my head you know it could be the pineal gland that's what people say um I just know where I'm looking from and I'm looking somewhere else in my body right so I know I cannot be my body because otherwise I couldn't look from one place to another inside my body. Right. (laughs) So that's, um, that's a really interesting place to come from too. It's nothing like the pulse of the universe, but it's like a, um, an experience that I didn't know was possible. Right. And how would you relate this awareness into something like meditation? I do believe meditation is a beneficial thing because in the moments of meditating, right, when you're in that peaceful state, that's the, that's the signal that you're emitting, right? So you're attracting more peace back to you in the future. I wanted something deeper than that. I really, I didn't want to have to meditate every day. I wanted something to change faster than that because I know people have been meditating for 20 years and their mind is still so busy. when they're not meditating. So I really wanted a permanent shift. 
And to me, that's what EFT provided for me. And this, you know, every step since then, it's a it's a deeper shift. It's a deeper alignment. Yes. Who inspired you to find this technique and to follow it? Hmm. <laughs> well, it was the doctor the first time, right? I, yeah. I, I went to him. I'd heard of it before and I wanted to try it out myself. So I had a 17-year-old cat that needed daily saline shots. So it's like, it was like the day or two after I'd been to the doctor's appointment. And, you know, I'm a software engineer, former software engineer. So I have that kind of mind. I, I like to know something really works before yeah. I go all in. Mm-hmm. So the first time I gave my cat this shot, my hand was just shaking so much. I was so afraid of giving him this shot of both the injection and of hurting him. So I tapped about that. I tapped about my fear of hurting my cat, my fear of the injection, about my hand shaking so much, about my history, my memories around injections. And the next day, the needle just slid right in and my hand did not shake one iota. And it was so profound, that change. I knew at that point, you know, this is a deceptively powerful technique. So that's that's when I started using it. And, you know, at each step along the way, I've known it's that that inner knowing I've kind of known, OK, this this is the next step. It just feels right to do this next step, even though some of the steps was, were kind of scary, you know, to to feel my jaw moving back and forth, to actually put my awareness inside my body. It's like that was a little bit scary because I'd never heard of anyone talk about it before. Yeah. And then the first time the connective tissue released inside my my cheek, it's like, I, you know, am I hurting myself? This This is really weird. But it felt like the next step on the journey. So I just kept going. And um, yeah, it's just been a path. I just, I just keep going along the path and, you know, I'm still working on it. I'm still releasing tension every day, mostly in my skull, mostly in, in my, um, the cheekbones, the tooth roots, the palate. Um, there's just still a lot of tension in there. Yeah. After you've started sharing this technique with others, has there been uh, an example of someone who's seen some really profound changes because you've introduced them to it? <laughs> um, yes, yes and no. I haven't actually had anyone yet who has gone through the steps that that I did, right? Who's written down every memory and mm-hmm. and really wanted to make a change and tap through them every night. But I do have some people who have um, been tapping every week and uh, had a friend who actually felt the connective tissue release in her neck and her shoulders last week for the first time oh, so wow. that was really fun yeah cool and if people would like to explore your work and what you're sharing where can we lead them to sure well I have my book it's called a pathway to insights and that's on amazon I have a website anhints.com I have some YouTube videos on my YouTube channel. So just look up Anne Hints. And I have a public Facebook page that I really enjoy writing things on these days. And I'm happy to interact with anyone if anyone <laughs> wants to interact there. Excellent. Is there anything else that you find like really poignant that you would love to share? I would just, I just want people to know how much power we have inside of us and that, you know, we don't need to blame anyone else. We can 
if we're blaming someone else, it means we have feelings inside of us and we can work with those feelings. And then the outside of us changes. Yeah, we have the power within us and we don't have to look externally. That is pretty Absolutely. powerful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. I really enjoyed having you and hearing all of your wisdom. I do have a final question that I usually ask my guests. And that is, if your inner voice, if your inner knowing had a billboard, what would it say to the world? It would say, let's see, it would say to the world, <laughs> look inside yourself. <laughs> we are way more powerful than we have given ourselves credit for. Yeah, perfect. I love it. Well, thank you for having me. It's been really fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you're listening and you like what you hear, please consider subscribing and rating this podcast as it really helps get this podcast out to other people who might be interested in hearing it but don't know about it yet. And also, if you'd like to contact me or reach me, you can reach me at unconditioningpodcast at gmail.com or unconditioningpodcast on Instagram. Thank you so much. And until next time... Stay tuned in to you.